What if silence was more than just the complete absence of sound? What if there was great information in silence? My name is Dawn Culp, and I'm a meditation coach, certified hypnotherapist, Reiki master teacher, and owner of the Zen Room in Gilroy, California. You can also find us online at www.thezenroom.net. And today we're going to talk about silence. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Zen Room. And I'd like to thank you for joining this conversation around silence. So if I were to look up the actual definition of silence, this is the definition that I will find online. It is the complete absence of sound. That is the definition that most of us are familiar with. Right? It's basically taking all of the sound away so that you can hear nothing. Rumi would have something else to say about silence. Rumi would say that silence is the language of God. All else is poor translation. So how I would interpret that is silence is not the absence of sound. It's the absence of distracting sound. So we live in a society where we very, very much love our distractions, okay? Distractions, turning the TV on so that you've got the noise running in the background because you maybe work from home and you just don't want to be alone in the silence. Or I'm going to have all of my alerts on my phone or uh, Facebook kind of running in the back so that I can hear when somebody has pinged me or whatnot. We live in a society that does not honor silence as much as I think is healthy. So we love our distractions. We love our noise. Um, being out in the wilderness with no sound at all for some people is very unnerving. It's a very, very strange sensation. So what I will say is I would like to pose that maybe, just maybe, Silence is something worth building back into our experience. It actually takes effort to turn on the um, television or to turn on the radio. You have to walk over. You have to turn on the remote. You have to get the sound just right. What happens is likely we are hearing some conversation going on in the background. And what happens is then that becomes our, the tape that we play in our head. We are absolutely influenced when we've got the TV running on in the background. We are absolutely distracted when we get an alert on our phone, get a ping from our text, get a, a ping from our email, whatnot. We are absolutely distracted. That is not silence. So... What I would like to offer or suggest, because I do believe that everything needs to be in balance in life. Life is all about balance. When you are sleeping for your lovely eight hours, hopefully eight full hours, when you are sleeping for those wonderful eight hours, you are silenced. Hopefully you don't have the TV on feeding your subconscious mind um, you know, information about what you should be buying on an infomercial or whatnot. Hopefully TV's off. There's no radio playing. It's quiet. It's dark. And when that happens, you're able to sleep and you're able to dream, right? 
in that silence, it is not just the absence of sound. It's creating a little space for, as Rumi would say, God to talk to you, right? So is dream our subconscious mind? Some people would call it God. Some people might call it our intuition. It is my belief that, that is we, we, when we have created a space to sleep, not only is it wonderful for the body to heal, but we also might get little inklings in those dreams. We might get little um, hunches, maybe something that we need to do or something that we need to pay attention to or something that we need to release, right? It is a very important part of our life. But in my opinion, eight hours every night, assuming that you're getting eight hours, and I'm sure there's some of you rolling your eyes going, that would be lovely. I'm only getting six. What I will say is let that be an inspiration to maybe build in a couple of five-minute silent moments throughout your day. The other beautiful thing that silence brings with it is it brings with it a calm and peace. And that calm and peace allows your body to move from go, 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 do, do, do to let's be. Let's just be still. So if your body and your mind can only be in either fight or flight or restore and repair at any given time, ask yourself now, if you're being honest, how much time do you spend in fight or flight or restore and repair? So if you are racing to the car to hurry up and go get the kids to school so that they can hurry up and get to class before the bell, so that you can hurry up and get your next kid to the next class so that then you can go and hurry up and get yourself to work or get yourself to yoga class or get yourself to your next location. You are fleeing. You are in flight mode to get everything done in time by the deadline as it should be. And that's very stressful, incredibly stressful. So much so that I think we have become so accustomed to it that we don't know what it's like to relax. But, if you were to take five minutes, 10, 11 o'clock, and then another five minutes at maybe three o'clock in the afternoon, and close your eyes and just be still, I would like to offer that if you do this and you make this a regular part of your routine, you will start to notice huge benefits. Because if you go, 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 do, 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 and then, you, and then, of course, the tape that's running in the back is, oh, my God, we've got rent due tomorrow. Oh, my God, taxes are due next month. Oh, my God, do I have to pay my quarterlies? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You are you're releasing stress hormone after stress hor hormone into the system, and your body is going to get exhausted. But if you can find five, ten minutes of silence, you know what? I'll take 40 seconds of silence if, it's, if you're concerned that it's really, really hard for you to do. I'll take whatever you can give me in the very, very beginning. Anybody can quiet their mind for 20 seconds. Just focus your breath and breathe, right? Listen to the hum of the air conditioner or the heater overhead. Just a few seconds to breathe and settle down. Right, That 20 seconds will turn into 40 seconds. That 40 seconds will turn into a minute. The minute will turn into five minutes. Next thing you know, you're going to be craving the silence. You're going to really be allowing yourself to say, you know what? I'm worth a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes in the afternoon to breathe and relax. And, and yes, you are, by the way. Because then you're going to move out of fight or flight 
gently, quietly in that silence, find that restore and repair where your body remembers all the feel-good hormones that live over here. It's like, oh, yeah, that feels better. Whew, okay, everything's going to be okay. I'm reminding myself how to breathe, reminding myself to relax. And it's the silence, that quiet mind when your mind isn't being a monkey mind, it's just focusing on the breath, or it's just imagining a piece of white paper in its mind, or you're just being still, or maybe listening to the hummingbird, whatever, just be still and quiet. Because in that silence, your mind is not going a mile a minute and your body is able to restore and repair. Now, if you want to take it a step further, if that's all you do, that's a beautiful step in the right direction. But if you really allow meditation to become something that you work regularly into your life, okay, instead of reaching for the TV remote to turn it on, maybe just go sit quietly in a room for two, three minutes. And don't let your mind go into all those places, oh, I should be doing this, I should be getting this done, I should be getting that done. You know what? For three minutes, you can afford to be in restore and repair. And sit in silence and be still and breathe. You can do that. Not only is your body going to thank you, the people around you are going to thank you because you're going to be a calmer person to deal with. You're going to be less reactive and more intentional in your thoughts and your behavior. But the other thing I would like you to kind of set your sights on is when you start to get good at meditation, and you will if you practice it, it's like anything. When you start to get good at meditation, you're going to find that that silence is easier to hold. And then all of a sudden, what you might find after time and practice is that little inklings are going to start coming into your experience. It's not a thought that you're thinking. It's all of a sudden kind of an inkling. So all of a sudden, you might just find yourself daydreaming about a, a babbling brook. And then all of a sudden, you start saying, okay, this isn't a thought that I'm having. This is a thought that is coming in almost as if from somewhere else. An inkling, a hunch. I would say it's the voice of your intuition. Rumi would say it's the language of God. Little inklings are just going to start flowing in, and it's not going to feel like a burden or something that you have to do. It's going to feel like a little bubble of inspiration that maybe maybe if something presents itself in your future that you go, I need to, I need to look at that. When, when it hits me, I'm going to look at that. I have an inkling to call my sister. I'm going to follow that inkling after this meditation. I have a hunch that I need to pay more attention to this or that or the other in my life. I have a suspicion. I have an inkling. You're going to start getting little intuitive hits, so to speak, in that silence. And I don't want you to reach for them. That is not the point of this. I don't want you to reach for them in the beginning. In the very beginning, I just want you to enjoy the silence and settle your heart rate down. Breathe and get your system back to that beautiful homeostasis. But then what you will find is likely you'll be getting little inklings. And that is where I, some people will say when you pray to God or when you pray or when you are asking for something, that is you talking. Meditation or that silence is God talking back or your intuition talking back or the universe talking back, which Silence, creating silence gives you the space to listen. So if praying is talking, the meditation is listening, right? 
but you need to shut up long enough. And I, I'm going to use that word shut up. You need to use, you need to shut up long enough to actually hear. It's no different than if you're having a conversation with someone and you're talking over them, you're not actually hearing what they're saying. If we always have the TV on, if we always have the radio on, we never sit still and quiet and go inside. We are never quieting the mind long enough. We are, we are not creating the space or the silence long enough to actually listen to the answer. So my wish for you, my, my hope for you is that you will start to allow yourself a little more silence because the benefits are far reaching. Yes, you move into flowing different hormones into your body, different feel-good chemicals into your body because you're moving into restore and repair. Yes, it's really nice to give your brain a break during the day. But the other thing is eventually what you will do is you will create enough silence that you'll get little inklings or hits that will allow you to tune into something and maybe steer you in a slightly different direction than you were going before. Because if the only voice in your head is the voice of your inner critic, or your ego, or your to-do list. What I always say is if you do what you've always done, you will get what you've always gotten. So let's create a little room for some silence, a little room for some inklings from something bigger than us to come in and settle in and maybe make itself aware to us. And we might find that our lives begin to shift. In fact, I would almost bet money on it. Start with 20 seconds. Move that 20 seconds to a minute. Give yourself a break. You will eventually get very good at it. And then you will find yourself reaching for silence. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And the last little metaphor that I will use is I want you to think about music. Music without silence between the notes would be nothing but consistent noise. The thing that makes si pardon me, the thing that makes music so beautiful is the silence between the notes. That's what gives you the rhythm. That's what gives you the melody. That's what gives you the highs and lows. That's what gives you an experience. Otherwise, it would just be constant banging with nothing in between. No room for the music to breathe, so to speak. So why not insert a little more room for you to breathe, a little more silence to kind of come in and allow you to experience a beautiful melody that is your life. Okay, so... Hopefully this gives you a little encouragement to create a little bit more stillness and silence in your life. Start small, work your way up. Trust that even if it's tricky in the beginning, that it will get easier because everything does when you practice. And I hope you begin to enjoy positioning a little bit more silence into your experience of life. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Zen Room. Uh, peace be with you all. Have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Thanks everyone.